position has been that Israel is not committing genocide, that it's baseless and it's insulting, uh, and I don't think the case was helpful to bring. Um, today's, today's judgment is simply whether or not the case is justiciable, meaning whether or not there's a valid dispute under the Genocide Convention between South Africa and Israel, which I think everybody recognizes that there is. That's a Liberal Member of Parliament, Anthony Housefather, commenting this morning uh, on the um, International Court of Justice case. And someone who's been, and unfortunately, kind of a voice of some more clarity in a government where, you know, their policy around all of this has been uh, rather vague and, and fuzzy, unfortunately. Now, we're... I understand that there is going to be some news conference soon here this morning. The government's going to respond to this and hopefully clarify their position on all of this. By the way, hopefully we'll hear something for the government on this. The UN Relief and Works Agency, uh, UNRWA, as it's often referred to, which basically focuses on Palestinian refugees. It's kind of a UN agency specifically for that. Well, some pretty shocking information coming to light today. And in fact, uh, the head of this agency has actually fired several employees in order of investigation after uh, Israeli authorities provided them with evidence that some of their staff members took part in the October 7th terror attack by Hamas. The U.S., by the way, has temporarily suspended assistance to this agency. Canada needs to follow suit. By the way, given that the ICJ uh, decision cites... Uh, this very agency, I think that that does cast some doubt on its credibility. But uh, yes, look, the ICJ is saying that Israel needs to do all it can to prevent uh, death, civilian casualties. And I think that's what everyone's been saying all along here. But interestingly, uh, the ICJ does not order a ceasefire here. So for those who, who have been accusing Israel of committing genocide, who felt that this was a slam dunk case, clearly not. So what are we to make of all of this? What does Canada's position need to be moving forward? And look, I mean, you know, the incitement that comes along with that word genocide, and we saw a scary example of it this week, where this manifesto posted by this guy who went into Edmonton City Hall armed with a rifle and Molotov cocktails. One of the things he talked about was what he called a genocide in Gaza and holding leaders to account. So we need to be careful with all of this too, I think. And we're joining us for some thoughts on all of this here this morning. Very pleased to welcome to the program Richard Robinson, Director uh, Robertson, Director of Research and Advocacy with B'nai B'rith Canada. Richard, thanks so much for joining us here today. Welcome to the program. Thank you very much for having me, Rob. Okay, so we, we got the uh, ICJ uh, ruling out uh, this morning. Uh, let me get your thoughts, first of all, on, on what they had to say and, and what it all means. Well, the main concern for us at B'nai B'rith Canada, Rob, as you alluded to, is that Decisions such as this, uh, whenever there's condemnation of Israel on the international um, scale, we tend to see repercussions for it, usually negative, uh, in the diasporic community here in Canada. Um, unfortunately, oftentimes the Jewish community is, uh, is uh, seen to be complacent with all the decisions of the Israeli government, and so we do see, uh, and we're fearful of a rise in anti-Semitism coming from this decision. Uh, we know already that there's going to be protests. There's one planned for later today in Toronto outside of the Israeli consulate. And so we're, we're, we're nervous that there will, uh, that this decision will lead to additional incitement for, towards the Jewish community here in Canada. 
Yeah, I think there's a big concern. And I mean, we, we've seen a really alarming uptick in, in incidents of anti-Semitism. We've seen some protests that I think have gone well beyond simply criticizing Israel that have meant to to intimidate Jewish-owned businesses, the Jewish community, you know, the, the language we hear in some of these uh, protests, not just defending or, or supporting Hamas, but you know, calling for Israel's destruction, that sort of thing. And I, I think there's a potential, as you allude to, this this might actually get worse now. Yes, certainly. Um, we were hoping that Israel's right to defend itself. This was, this, as everyone knows, Israel's current action in the Gaza Strip is in a result is is the result of the October seventh terror attack launched by Hamas and its allies. We were hoping for the ICJ, which correctly didn't ask for a ceasefire, to unequivocally though uh, support Israel in its in its defensive engagement. And since that wasn't done, Rob, it does open the door for for some people, the detractors of the Israeli state, to uh, to continue to protest against the actions of Israel. Right. And, and look, I mean, people are free to have their opinions on this. And, you know, we, we do need to respect that 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 right and freedom of assembly. But uh, like I, like you say, I think we've seen some of these that have really crossed the line and understandable concern about what might come next. Now, I mentioned, you know, this news today about uh, this this United Nations agency, UNRWA, as it's uh, referred to, that you've got the ICJ actually relying on. Uh, UNRWA and parts of its ruling. And we learn now that, that UNRWA has fired a number of employees. They've launched an investigation that some of their staff might have participated in the October 7th terror attack. I mean, it's just, it's horrific. But look, the U.S. Is, has cut off support for this agency. What, what should Canada's response be to this? Well, even before October 7th, the neighborhood was calling for Canada to investigate and audit its funding of UNRWA. Uh, long before October 7th, in some of the more disturbing news that's come out recently about UNRWA um, employees and their complicity in the October 7th attacks, um, UNRWA has been blamed for fueling uh, some of the violence that has been occurring uh, in the region because of some of the uh, academic materials which UNRWA funds, which are produced by the Palestinian Authority in which, to say the least, are con- not conducive of a peaceful two-state solution, but rather can be seen as inciting young students to um, to endeavor to uh, treat Israel with hostility. So this is this is nothing new. Uh, UNRWA has has been uh, the the Western world has been critical of UNRWA for quite some time, Rob. And it, it's time that our government look very very seriously into whether or not they should continue to fund UNRWA as it currently exists. Well, no kidding. I mean, especially given what's what's come to light today. Um, now, of course, I mean, look, it, it, you know, if, if if Israel's opponents want to hold up this this ruling today, I mean, you know, there's also a call here, a demand here to to release the hostages, something Hamas continually refuses to do. Um, you know, certainly there there needs to be some onus on Hamas, doesn't there, in terms of their violations of all of this, their their genocidal intent. Uh, why why hasn't that been the focus? So B'nai B'rith, uh, Canada, in partnership with B'nai B'rith International, did submit submissions to the um, International Court of Justice in advance of this ruling once uh, the South African application was made to the court. And a portion of our submissions actually requested that the ICJ take jurisdiction over the actions of Hamas and its allies within the Palestinian territories 
and to examine whether or not uh, they are guilty of crimes violating the Genocide Convention or other um, treaties of international law. You know, and look, kind of the tragic irony around all of this is, I mean, tomorrow is, is International Holocaust Remembrance Day. And so, you know, with, with all of that, you know, and the, the you know, never forget, right? And, and now all of a sudden we, we have uh, this, this situation, this, this group that's trying to, to destroy the Jewish state. I mean, and to now be accusing Israel of genocide with that as a backdrop, it, it, it feels rather grotesque, really. Well, what this is, is uh, it's the opinion of Benavirus Canada that what we've seen here with the South African application is um, a nation state using um, the International Court of Justice as a venue through which to unduly attack uh, another democratic state solely because of their political beliefs. Now, I alluded to, you know, this this earlier this week, which was um, pretty chilling to see. So we had an incident in Edmonton where uh, an individual storms into City Hall. He's, he's firing a, a rifle. He's throwing Molotov cocktails. He posted a manifesto talking about his mission. Uh, and, and among the things he talked about was this whole situation with Israel. He referred to a genocide in Gaza, talked about holding leaders to account. So uh, that, that was pretty chilling. What, what are we to make of that, do you think? Well, that, that is the exact type of uh, incitement that we are concerned about when we get a ruling like we did today from the ICJ. There is a bona fide concern that individuals um, in, in communities across Canada will feel emboldened to, to take action, extreme action, in this case uh, a terror attack against a, a civic building, but perhaps directly against the Jewish a Jewish institution, as we've seen, as as you as you know, in areas like Montreal, where um, schools were uh, school and the synagogue were were shot at, and where a Molotov cocktail was thrown. Mm-hmm. So, so that's the concern, Rob. Is that um, the more um, discussion there is t- towards genocide, which is unfounded? The ICJ ruled today that there is that they do not have any evidence of such, and that they're not in a position to make such a determination that 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 rhetoric will only enhance sort of the extreme reactions to it by some individuals. We'll leave it there for now. Much more. Benebreth.ca. Richard, thanks for joining us here this morning. Appreciate it.